Hello, and welcome to the Blossoms of Courage podcast, a podcast designed to inspire the women of today with the women of yesterday. I'm your host, Maddie May. Happy almost Reformation Day, y'all. I'm so excited to celebrate it this year. Today's Blossom of Courage is another one of my favorites. As Reformation Day gets closer every day, it's less than two weeks away now, I'm helping siblings and friends prepare presentations on different historical figures from that time. While I usually research and write these podcast episodes on my own, this one was mostly written by my younger sister, since she will be playing Jean Dalbray for Reformation Day this year. I've done some minor edits and tweaks, but this was mostly her doing. Jean Dalbray was fearless, courageous, and noble. She was a Protestant Joan of Arc. She was the greatest female military defender of the Reformation. Her faith was total and bold. She lived for the Reformed Church, and God certainly used her. Jean was born January 7, 1528, to Henry and Margaret of Navarre. She was their only surviving child. Jean was not raised by her parents because her uncle, Francis I, did not want her to be influenced by her Protestant mother. So she grew up surrounded by Roman Catholic influence. Her uncle soon found she had a will of her own, though. When Jean was around 12, Francis I arranged a political marriage for Jean to Duke William of Germany. She refused and wrote two protests against the arrangement. But these were in vain, as when the wedding day came, she had to be carried down the aisle. Soon after they were married, he had to go to war. In a way, this was a blessing because Jean got to spend time with her Protestant mother, leading her to conversion to Protestantism. Four years later, the Pope annulled the marriage. Once again, she was single, and she had many suitors. But there was one she loved, Prince Antoine, Duke of Edom. But sadly, he saw her as a chance to be king. They were married and lived happily for a time. Jean and Antoine had five children, but only two, Henry and Catherine, survived childhood. Soon after, Jean's father died, and some relatives wanted to take her little mountain kingdom, and for the first time, she rallied troops and prepared for war. But it came, but before it came to battle, the king of France died, and Navarre escaped. Soon after that, her mother died, and Jean and Antoine became king and queen of, France, of Navarre. They both made an open confession of the Reformed Church before their people, but Antoine's motives were political, and by 1562, Calvinism was the official religion of Navarre. Many times, enemies plotted against Jean's life, and many times God preserved her life. There was even a plan to kidnap her and hand her over to the Spanish Inquisition. After 14 years of a difficult relationship, Antoine died. Although he had gone back to Roman Catholicism, it is believed that at his death he accepted the Protestant faith as his own. After his death, Jean remained queen. As queen, she issued an order abolishing Roman Catholicism. Then the Pope ordered a papal bull against her. She had the bull recalled with the help of her enemy, Catherine de' Medici. Like her mother, Jean was unable to keep her son Henry with her. He, like his mother, lived with Catholic influence until he was 13. Jean gained permission to take him to Vedon, but she did not stop there. She went to her capital city, and they arrived there safely. Henry was smart and had remarkable abilities and the art of war. He had asked to lead the Huguenot army, but Jean declined the offer. Jean was able to translate the New Testament into Basque. The war between the Roman Catholics and the Huguenots was terrible. The fighting was fierce. On March 13, 1569, during the Battle of Jarnac, the leader of the Huguenot army, Prince, the Prince of Condé, was killed. The army was devastated. Even Admiral Coligny felt the lack of will to fight. In desperation, he wrote to Jean asking her to come encourage the men. 
Jean came, and in response to what she saw, this is what she said. Soldiers, you weep, but does the memory of Condé demand nothing but profitless tears? No, let us unite and summon back our courage to defend a cause which can never perish, and to avenge him who was its firm support. Does despair overwhelm you? Despair that shameful feeling of weak natures? When I, the queen, hope still, is it for you to fear? Because Condé is dead, is all therefore lost? Does our cause cease to be just and holy? No! God, who has already rescued you from perils innumerable, has raised up brothers in arms worthy to succeed Condé. To those leaders, I add my own son. He burns with ardor to avenge the death of the prince. Soldiers, I offer you everything in my power to bestow, my dominions, my treasures, my life, and that which is dearer to me than all my children. I make here a solemn oath before you all, and you who know me too well to doubt my word, I swear to defend to my last sigh the holy cause which now unites us, which is that of honor and truth. There was silence. Then everywhere there sprang cries as the men appointed young Henry as their new leader. Jean and Admiral Coligny conducted the war with great skill. They planned for great victory, and soon they forced the Catholics to make peace. But the de' Medicis did not give up so easily. Catherine de' Medici had a new plan, to marry a Huguenot to a Roman Catholic. Henry of Navarre was to marry Margaret. Jean absolutely refused. She did not want her son to marry a Roman Catholic. But Coligny encouraged her to consent, thinking that a Huguenot marrying a Roman Catholic would smooth the differences between them. But Jean was not satisfied. She felt something evil coming for the Huguenots. All these worries were too much for her to handle, and she soon fell ill. Jean's faith was great. On her deathbed, she said, I've never feared death. I do not dare to murmur at the will of God, but I grieve deeply to leave my children exposed to so many dangers. Still, I trust it all to him. On June 9, 1572, with her Bible by her sign, Jean d'Albray died at the age of 44. Not a moment too soon, for her fears of impending doom for the Huguenots came true on August 23rd and 24th, known now as the St. Bartholomew's Day Massacre. Jeanne d'Albray was a great champion of the Reformed Church in her country, France. When her generals were killed, captured, or wounded, she would rally her troops to victory. She was never conquered in war. It is amazing to see how God worked through her life. As we look at the life of Jeanne d'Albray, we see her reliance on God and how much she wanted to honor him in everything she did. Fairly early in her life, she is recorded to have said, Although I am just a little princess, God has given me the government of this country, so I may rule it according to his gospel and teach his laws. I rely on God. At the end of her life, she could sing with Deborah, So let all thine enemies perish, O Lord, but that let them that love him be as the sun when he goeth forth in his might. Judges 5.13 I hope you enjoyed learning about the exciting life of Jeanne d'Albray. If you'd like to learn more about the life of Jeanne d'Albray, I'll provide links in the description. Thank you for listening to the Blossoms of Courage podcast, a podcast designed to inspire the women of today with the women of yesterday. I'm your host, Maddie May.